Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. I think we're on episode four now in our fifth. Yeah, technically episode four. This is the fifth episode that I've released. And today's going to be a really fun one. It's kind of not scripted. It's on a whim. And I have a special guest with me, which is... Hi, everyone. I'm Kendall's mom. <laughs> My mom. So I I think I mentioned this before, but I'm going on a training exercise with the Army, and she's decided to help me with my child. So very thankful for that, so I could be able to do what I want to do. But like I said, today we are going to be talking about the foods we love. I thought it'd be fun. We could go through all the places we've traveled and foods we loved from those places, Um ingredient ideas that makes making meals easier, cheaper, those fast meals when we're super busy and we don't feel like cooking. And then also how to get your spouse to help cooking in the kitchen. I definitely have a struggle (laughs) with this. My husband hates cooking. I also hate cooking. So I feel like this is a very great episode for me and for everybody who else, for everybody else who's in the same boat. So this will be a fun one, and it's on the whim, not scripted, so it's going to be fun. Okay, so first we start off with what we liked about the week, our happy hour, and then what we did not like about the week. So my mom's going to go first, and I'm excited to hear what she has to say. So what is the thing you didn't like about this week? The thing I didn't like about this week was probably having to work right before I got to come and see my daughter and grandson. And also, Kenil's brother came with us too. So it's a whole family affair this weekend. We're super excited. So it was really tough to try to get packed and everything and do two 12-hour shifts before I got here. That wasn't the funnest, but I do love my job. And then tell, tell them what you do for your job. I'm a nurse. I'm so excited. My daughter's going to be a nurse, though. She's going to be the the cool nurse, the flight nurse in the Army. But I work in a cancer hospital. But I love what I do, and I love helping people. Yeah, and it's funny because it brings me back to a time. Do you remember when you were – I think we were talking about – you were asking me what I wanted to do, and you're like, oh, you should be a nurse like me. It's a great job. And I was like, no way. I was like, I don't want to be what you want to be. And now I am doing exactly what my mom's doing. It, every time I've said I'm not going to do something, I end up doing it. So if you say you're not going to do it, guarantee you're going to be able to. You are going to do it. Yeah. Okay. So what is your good for the week? Oh, definitely coming down here to be with my daughter, flying out here and seeing my son, who's also in another state. So we both flew out here. We get to see Canil. We get to see my grandson. It's so fun. We went and toured Nashville and ate there and we'll probably talk about that food too that we eat in Nashville and I need to be the whole weekend with my grandson that's definitely the highlight of my week yeah it was really fun Nashville's awesome I posted it on my story and on my page on Instagram if you're not following my Instagram I recommend it I'll have it linked below on the podcast and yeah I posted pictures of Nashville and it was really cool the food's really great and we will get into that um Let's see. My hate for the week. This week has honestly been pretty good. I don't know if I can think of a hate this week. 
I feel like this week I've been really good. I finally went got back into school. I feel like I'm back on the grind that I had before spring break. Probably uh, here. Here's my hate for the week. I have a shorter week because I will be training for half of the week. And so I don't get to be able to study for my tests that I have next week. So I'm a little worried about that. So that would probably be my hate. But that also goes into my happy hour that I got to go do fun things with the army and go train. So I'm really excited about that. I'm actually leaving in like two hours. So I'm really excited for that because that's what I love to do. I'd have to say something really quick. Okay, my daughter talked about how she did not want to be a nurse, right? But I know my daughter pretty good and you guys are getting to know her. She's loves to do everything and challenge herself and wants to go, 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 go. So I always tell her, Canille, you need to be a nurse because it is so flexible. You could work per diem, you could work part-time, full-time is just even three days a week. And so actually I'm so happy that she decided to do it because obviously she has so many other things on her plate. She wants to be in the army. She's doing this podcast. She loves designing things. She wants to do real estate. She wants to get a real estate license. So mom always knows best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't see that I was going to become a nurse. I honestly didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then just kind of getting into the army and doing that stuff, I kind of found what I wanted to do. So that's pretty awesome. So let's see. Oh, first we're going to be doing the drink of the day. My mom's going to be doing the drink of the day. This was her idea since she's the guest. I think I'm going to be having each guest that I bring onto my podcast, they're going to bring their favorite drink of the day that they make. And so my mom is going to explain the drink of the day or of the podcast. Well, actually, we're going to do two drinks. I don't know if you'll post the other drink that we do because my favorite drink of all time is a health drink and it has alfalfa sprouts in it. So you guys wait and see for that one. But today, hopefully, Kenil's brother, Charlie, listens to this because he has been on to mimicking the Starbucks double chocolate chip frappuccino and we have it down so good. So I'm going to try to attempt how my son, Charlie, makes it. I might have him... Uh, call me quick and tell him his little tips and tricks. But we are going to show you how to do the Starbucks double chocolate chip frappuccino. And it's so good and so easy. You literally need three ingredients. Okay. And then you want to tell him what the ingredients are and the supplies that you need. Oh, ice. That's a big one. Milk, chocolate chips, vanilla, and whipped cream. And chocolate syrup to drizzle on top if you want. But that's it. So basically the main things are ice, chocolate chips, and milk. Amazing. And then getting into what I was talking about last week about saving your money, how much would you say this drink costs for one one serving or actually one blend? Because you put all put it in a blender. How much would you say that would cost? Um, ice is free, literally probably two cups of milk. What would you say that is? 50 cents and then a cup of chocolate chips which is let's say a dollar whipped cream and you only are going to use a squirt of it um (laughs) and vanilla which you already have in your cupboard so literally dollar 50 like a dollar 50 do you know how much it costs at starbucks oh yeah because canil is the one that got our family addicted to this drink i'll have you know um it costs what does it cost 4.59 or something like that 
I think it depends on the sizes that you get. But I know I think the tall is like four fifty nine. I think those can go up to like six bucks depending on what you add. Yeah, very expensive. I know a lot of people's money goes towards Starbucks. I know sometimes mine does. Yeah, and this is a dollar fifty, and we're gonna probably serve three to four people with this one. Yeah, so you can feed let's see five people or our whole say our whole family was there one blender so for eight people like one like almost the cost or seven people we'd have to do a couple blenderfuls for our whole family yeah well anyways anyway it's cheaper it's way cheaper so if you want to buy the house you know don't buy starbucks (laughs) so we will be posting that onto instagram hopefully by saturday and yeah by the time this podcast is out it'll already be out so Try it. Don't go to Starbucks. (laughs) Okay, let's get into let's get into our food routine. I think we should start off with that. I know my food routines are very simple. It changes if my husband's here or not because he eats way more than I do. And I feel like when he's not here, I don't eat as much. But do you want me to start or do you want to start? Oh, we can do either either way. I think for me, my food routine all depends on my prior planning. If I plan, my budget is really good. It's easy to cook because everything's there. I know the recipe we're making, the weeks that both my husband and I work. So the weeks that we don't plan, yikes, it's really hard. And then you end up spending a lot of money going out to eat. So I would say the number one tip is to plan and make a menu. Um, So you go ahead and start, and then I'll pipe in with what I do. Okay. So honestly, I find myself eating the same things every week. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know. Maybe because it's the how expensive food is, or I just, like, recently I've not really had an appetite for food. Um, But let's see. For breakfast, breakfast is probably the hardest meal of the day for me. I don't know why, but I feel like I just don't want to make breakfast. So I always just end up grabbing like a protein shake that we have or a granola bar, which is bad. But I've just gotten kind of sick of breakfast foods. I don't know. Like I just haven't had the appetite for breakfast. Um, For lunches, for lunches, we usually do leftovers from the night before. So I'll get that. So I'll go into dinners. For dinners, let's see. It's either spaghetti with meatballs. We do ceviche. We do homemade ceviche, which is really good, which is like either fish or shrimp. And then you have tons of vegetables in it with tostadas. Let's see. What else do we do? Um, <laughs> see, that's how basic our our meals are we just are really bad I always ask my mom for meal ideas because I feel like I don't have any ideas whatsoever anything to say about that um yes I come from a huge foodie background let's put it that way um I don't think Canil inherited her grandma's um food talents but my mom she actually wrote a book as well because she's so good with food and she had 12 children. So she really learned how to budget. And so some of that was passed on to me a little bit. And then I think I've taught Canilla how to budget well, but the cooking aspect, <laughs> she does pretty good cooking. But like she said, she likes to do other stuff more than cooking, which is totally fine. 
But again, like I said, it's the the planning. Um, like for instance, this weekend while I'm here, I was going to surprise Canil, but I guess I'll say it on the the podcast. I the best thing I've done lately is I spent to do Walmart free delivery. So it actually worked here where Canil lives. So. I ordered a whole bunch of food. I already planned the whole meals for the whole weekend for me and her son and my son. And I'm making double everything. And then I bought little containers and I'm going to put everything I make in containers and stick them in her freezer so she'll have meals for a week or two. And I think that's the best thing that we do. Kendall said she eats leftovers for lunch, but I love making huge portions every time I cook. Stick it in microwave safe, freezer safe containers, stick them in the freezer. And then whenever you're busy, whenever you're hungry, you just pull it out and heat it up. When I go to work, I always have leftovers and we have it in a microwave safe dish. So let's see, I spent probably $150, but I'm going to feed us for five days, three of us, well, four because a canil, and then I'll probably have meals that will last canil one or two weeks, all on $150. So that's pretty good. If you want me to go through meals that I'm doing later, we can. Okay. Yeah, see, let's see. I went shopping maybe a few days ago. It cost about 100 bucks, but I feel like I only got like four meals out of it. I'm just really bad. I don't know what it is. Okay, so we also, I've thought of some more. We do steak. My husband likes steak a lot. We do steak, vegetables, and rice. We do a lot of rice. We really like salmon. We'll buy salmon and rice vegetables usually it has a frozen vegetable included with the rice and then it's some sort of meat i like to do i made stroganoff the other night some noodle stuff like i said with the spaghetti um grilled cheese and there's also this tomato soup that one of um our family friends taught me how to do her name's ashley and she does tomato soup, then she puts spinach and then yoki in it, and it's so good. You have that with grilled cheese. So we have that sometimes. Um, but yeah, I am really awful with food, and that's why I had my mom come on because she has way more insightful, way more – she saves. She can make food go a long way. She has six children, and so we grew up having just these large meals that would go a long way, even leftovers. Yeah, food was a big thing in our house. We had tons of food because of how many people we had. And I feel like I'm still spending a lot for just having three people at my house. So it's really crazy. But we'll go on to what you guys usually eat, what you make for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, it sounds like Kendall kind of wants me to talk about some budget-friendly stuff. So one thing I love doing, one of my passions is I I love feeding big groups and seeing how cheap I can do it. Um, So I don't know how in depth you want me to go about stuff. You want me to just pick a few things we do? I mean, this could be so many different podcasts, but um, again, it's it's just planning and then knowing what what you want to make. Um, I have a group that I teach twice a month and I always make them a meal every time I do it. And I try to really do a big budget, but... um, Breakfast. Okay. Breakfast. What what we usually do. Um, breakfast is not a huge thing in my house. When we do it, it's a big thing. Our favorite thing is German pancakes, which is so easy. I've done a video on how to do that. It's just eggs, milk, and flour. That's all it is. And then uh, describe what German pancakes are. Because we had this a lot when um, I was growing up. They're basically crepes. That's what German pancakes are. 
Um, so the cheapest thing ever, eggs, milk, and flour, you can make out of three eggs, you can make probably 12 pancakes with that. Fill it up with syrup, whipped cream, strawberries, bananas, um, our famous homemade honey syrup. We love that. Um, other than that, the kids are on their own. They eat cereal or packets of oatmeal in the mornings. But when I do breakfast, it's big. I made a big breakfast today for Canil and, and my son. Um, but on normal days, we're just busy. Um, and so the kids just fend for themselves. Um, lunches for my husband and I. The kids are eating at school right now. But for my husband and I, it's usually the leftovers. So I think I want to focus on dinners, um, how to do that and how to make good leftovers. <laughs> I do want to go back on the lunch idea. I find it really funny. Um, I remember growing up. So I'll kind of give you a look on our family. So right now, three of us have already left the house. And there's three who are still at the house. And I feel like each three has been, we have grown up so differently. When the three of us were in the house, me and my two other brothers, always home-cooked meals. Yeah, we were always doing stuff, always home-cooked meals. And now I feel like for the younger three, always going out to eat. And <laughs> I remember asking, we would ask my mom all the time, to go out to eat and they're like no we have food at home everyone knows that say saying it's a meme but it's true that's literally her phrase every time no we have food at home and it's funny if we did go out to eat we would all have to split something but now like we go out to eat and they let the kids literally have ten dollar meals off of the menu so i think growing up is so different with like the half of our family so i thought that was funny so lunches whenever i'm over at their house they literally go out for almost every lunch so that's what I've noticed and they never used to do that when I was living at the house yeah that's just because as time goes on your businesses become more successful you just have a little more cash flow so there's benefits of being the oldest and the youngest right Canil always says she loves being the oldest and I'm sure she'll tell you why it's, it's taught her grit and how to really work hard and and she really did the, the lion's share with her siblings. She did a ton and learned how to work really well. So. Yeah, I am glad I'm the oldest. I don't know if I could stand being the youngest. So I give props to Emily. But yeah, I'm really glad I'm the oldest. And I, she, I, we call myself the, um, the experiment child. Just kind of alerting for everyone else. But I was actually, I was happy because I like who the person I am today. So I grew up fine. Just let you know. Hallelujah. <laughs> we succeeded. Uh, yeah, I'm so proud of Canil. Um, okay, so back, I, what do you want me to do? You want me to just give like maybe three good, want me to tell you what I'm doing this weekend? Just your, just your normal dinners that you turn to that are not too hard or just your normal dinners that you turn to. Yeah. I mean, you can do the ones tonight, but what do you usually turn to? Um, your go-to meals. My go-to meals. We love the grill for sure. We love, um, well, well, I'll just tell you what we're doing this, this weekend because, um, that'll kind of tell you the budget that I already set. Um, so I'm going to do chicken skewers. Um, really you just, you know, cook the chicken and we have tons of veggies we put on it and we'll do skewers and we'll do baked potatoes with that or something. All very inexpensive stuff and it's all fresh veggies and he healthy. Um, another thing we're going to do, I actually, I love the crock pot. We, and my husband loves the Instapot. We have both of those. Um, so 
crockpot meals are the best because you start them in the morning when you have energy and then by night when you're so exhausted and don't want to cook, it's already done and ready. So a couple of crockpot meals I'm doing right now, I just have a ton of chicken in there with seasoning. And I'm going to use that chicken. I'm going to make chicken enchiladas tonight, which are super easy. The white enchiladas um, where you just use cream of chicken soup and sour cream. So I'm going to make those with refried beans. And then I'm going to use that same chicken and do chicken fettuccine on another night. Um, and the same package of chicken will do my chicken fajitas. And then I bought some hamburger. I was going to do a roast, but there was no sales here. So I just bought hamburger instead because that was on sale. And we're going to do a hamburger stew. So I'll do it just like a beef stew, but do that in the crock pot. Then have tons of leftovers. So Camille has all those yummy meals in the freezer. So would you say that doing, making, because I know you tell me whenever I make dinner to do extra so I could have extra meals where it saves me time during the day because we both have busy schedules. Is that true? Oh, absolutely. I make tons of extras. The key is though, and this is something I'm working on with my family um, that that I, I want to do better is um, sometimes the leftovers will go in the fridge and just waste because nobody knows they're there. I don't pull them out and serve them, right? But, oh, go ahead. Or they complain about it. Like sometimes my mom will make, um, sometimes my mom will make, what do they call it? Dirty rice? Is that what you call it? Oh, I was going to talk about dirty rice. I call it leftover rice. But who calls it? Does someone call it dirty rice? Yeah. What we call it both. Dirty rice or leftovers rice. Yeah. So my brothers always complain. They're like, what is it? And my mom is like, leftover rice. And they're like, oh, no. Because she literally gets everything in the fridge that she has and combines it with rice. <laughs> and combines it with rice. That is not correct. Okay. Let me explain to you what leftover rice is. I don't get everything in the fridge. Gross. Okay, you know those veggies that you have one carrot left, a half a zucchini, and you're like, I'm not going to be able to make anything with this. So instead of throwing it away, away, you get all the leftover vegetables that you have in there. So get all the vegetables, um, you know, the kind that you're not going to use and will probably throw away anyway, and cut them up. Um, you can fry them up in a pan if you want to. But then you cook your rice. I stick a packet of Lipton onion soup mix with the rice. So I stick that in there. Um, after I grill the veggies, just barely grill them um, and stick it actually in cooking with the rice. And that takes 20 minutes. And then cook up some hamburger while or turkey burger while that's cooking. And as soon as it's done, you mix the turkey burger in. So your rice has veggies in it, the turkey burger, and the Lipton um, onion soup mix. It's actually really good. I like it. I don't know why everyone complains because I call it leftover rice probably. I've tried it. It's the, I mean, it's just a meal. I don't. I don't see. It's not bad. I think it's good. Yes. And you don't waste your food. You actually use your food in your fridge instead of throwing it away. Yeah, she's really creative. I I couldn't do something like that. Probably. I find myself doing that sometimes, but sometimes it's harder for me. But yeah, I think that's funny because uh, my brothers always complain about it. I feel like their expectation now for food is really high. Oh my yes. That's one thing we haven't done well <laughs> with the younger ones. Uh, they feel like they need steak and potatoes every night. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Did you finish what you usually do, your routine with food? Um, yeah. Oh, soups. Soups are a huge thing for me and for money saving. 
um, chicken noodle soup. I have this yummy, it's called, my names is probably what turns my kids off of them. It's called a uh, poor man's potato soup, <laughs> but it's so easy. And you just use up your potatoes. That's basically the only ingredient, potatoes and, and chicken broth. But um, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. The meals are good. I like going home because we, I feel like whenever I'm home, there's always grilling involved. So that's really good. Okay. Next. So that was cool. We got to see into our food routines. Mine is not that great. We love food. And since it's not, since I'm not really great at cooking, we find ourselves going to Chipotle a lot. That's our go-to. What's your go-to? Um, like going out to eat restaurant if you don't want to make anything oh always a 100 percent mexican food we have a little restaurant by us you know that los albertos we love yeah california has the best mexican food we i'm sure we would go to do we would go get mexican food a lot if we had any good restaurants around us but where we live it's not really that authentic. And there's people that say, oh, yeah, this place is good. And me and my husband go there and we're like, they've never had California uh, Mexican food. Mexican food's really good. Ours is Chipotle and Chick-fil-A. Sometimes Panda Express, but usually Chipotle because it's, um, it's healthy for the most part. We also love, oh, what is it called? I guess we don't love it that much if I can't remember my, the name of it. Um, but in, it's in California. There's like a Yoshinoya bowl place. Um, the places that they just do like um, rice bowls. Oh, I forgot the name of it. But that's our – because it's healthy and not gross fast food. Is it Flame Broiler? Yeah, Flame bro frame, flame Broiler, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we really like Flame Broiler too. My husband really likes that a lot. Okay. Okay, so before we get into our favorite spots from every place that we've been, what is one way that you've kind of got dad to cook or has he always been that way that he likes to cook? Okay, I, when you asked me how to get your husband to start cooking, what was the advice I gave you? So my mom told me that kind of assign him a day and say, okay, I'll cook these days, but you're going to cook this day and you can cook whatever you want but as long as you cook dinner i think that's what you told me yeah want me to expound yeah so i learned this i was in college and someone taught me this trick and they're like when you're married you have to do this so as soon as we got married um when we first got married i you know i did most of cooking but i said hey since i'm cooking every night and we're both working do you mind picking up sundays that would be awesome honey i would love it so much um, and of course he loved me so much. He said, sure, I'll do Sundays. And then, so he started learning how to cook on Sundays, right? He always liked cooking anyways, but anyways, he loved making up new recipes. He likes looking at new recipes now, now that he's learned, learned how to cook. He loves cooking. So truth be told, he actually cooks more than I do now. <laughs> he does the grilling when I'm at work, he does the food when I'm at home, I get, I feel like I'm Canil sometimes. I love to do so many other things. And then it's like dinner time. And if I haven't planned, then I'm like, ah. So my husband does really good. But we started with him doing Sundays. And that totally got him in the routine and let him see that he can cook. 
and it worked out so good for us. I love it. Yeah, it's funny because I've definitely got my personality a little bit from just the way I grew up. My mom has always worked, and my dad was always kind of the person who he worked too, but usually he would work from home. So my mom would be um, out a lot doing stuff. So I feel like living that way and seeing that, I feel like I wanted to work too and not just stay at home. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, my I always wanted to be just a full stay-at-home mom. That's always been my desire. But for me, that's actually the whole reason I chose nursing is because I knew that it was so flexible. And I wanted a big family. Obviously, we had six kids. And I always wanted a job where if something happened to my husband, I could support my family. So, And I love teaching, but teaching didn't pay as much as nursing. So that's why I did nursing. And it has worked out so good for our family because... When I was having my kids, I was per diem. I could work whenever I wanted. And then the last six or six or seven years, I've been part-time. So I actually just work twice a week and I just get paid so good. And it's so flexible and I'm home with the kids most of the time. And then my husband um, works from home. Um, he has several businesses always going at a time, but his main job is teaching online um, at an online high school. So it works out really good for our family. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually that's actually another podcast podcast that I want to talk about is education, especially for women. I feel like it's very important. A lot of women don't get their education, so that's another podcast for another day. And I have really strong um, opinions about that. But that will be another podcast that I'm actually going to write down because that would be very interesting. Um, okay, so for me, I tried her advice. My husband agreed to it. There's times where it's 9 o'clock at night and he still hasn't made dinner. And so I try and get him to, I have to remind him, like, okay, you promised that you got to do dinner. So if you, is it just me or with guys, do you need to remind them a lot? (laughs) Every every personality is different. But uh, yeah, sure. We we remind our husbands a lot, right? I feel like I have to remind mine, but it's okay. He he works a lot, but I still got to remind him, like, okay, you promised to do dinner, but he's gotten better. At first, he was kind of complaining that he had to make dinner, but now he's kind of taken that role, and the last few dinners before he left, he did it without complaining. He made a good steak, and it was good. Awesome. See, yeah, my, progress. My plan works. It's awesome. So if you want to get your hubby's cooking, just bat your eyes at first when you know they love you so much and just ask if they would take just one out of the seven nights and then it gets habits it's it's awesome and also not even for husbands like if you're a guy and watching this even for your wives who don't like to cook just whoever you live with I feel like that would be a good way not just husband we're talking about in husbands because we have husbands but it can go all the way all the way around (laughs) roommates family that's something I also want to do with the younger kids is get them to cook one night a week we'll see you should because I know you did that with me Mm -hmm. I you taught me to cook and stuff and I feel like they'll go to the cabinets and there's not or go to the kitchen if there's not food made then they're like there's nothing to eat oh my goodness my pet peeve (laughs) my pet peeve uh 
Yeah, so that is one way that my mom, I'm trying to think if I've done anything else to try to get him to cook. I don't think I've tried anything else. If someone doesn't want to do something, it's pretty hard to convince them, but I feel like that's worked for me. Okay, now on to the fun part. We are going to talk about where we've been and what foods from that city or place, what was our favorite. So I'll start. So I'll start where we're from, California. See, California has such good food. I love going to California because of the food. But probably one of my favorite places going there is either the Mexican shop called Los Robertos Firehouse or they have Pyology. I really like Pyology. That's by my house. And then I also love Cafe Rio. I love Cafe Rio. Their burritos are really good. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, mm, or pokey, pokey Bowls. Those are really good. Yeah. I have a lot from California because there's a lot of good food. Yeah. I, oh, sorry. No, I just thought of one. So scratch all that because we're. Pro- I want to stick to one each place. Okay. So my favorite one, it's called the Coyote Grill and it's in Laguna Beach. And it's so cool. If you ever find yourself there, you got to go. There's seats that you overlook the ocean, and it's a Mexican place, and they have really good food. So I think that would be my number one. Yeah, for me in California, anything by the ocean. I love going to the restaurants by the ocean and ordering some kind of seafood. Um, But again, like I said earlier, Mexican food is always my go-to. If you're in Southern California, you just find a little tiny mom-and-pop Mexican shop, and those are the best because they make the authentic food that we just love. Okay. Um, Okay. Next, let's see. Utah. We've both been to Utah. My mom's lived in Utah. She grew up in Utah. Let's see. Utah. I love Utah, but they're pretty, they're a copycat state, I feel like. A lot of foods from around everywhere else they have, and that's it. I think the only thing that has come out of there that's super good is crumble cookies. If you guys know, you know, crumble cookies is really good. <laughs> um, that's That came from there, and that's a really cool place. It's not really a restaurant, though, but I'm trying to think. I Actually, do you remember that restaurant where they would do those diving shows? Do you remember what that was called? It's no longer in business now, though. Well, yeah, but. Um, I, I would have to think a minute to remember what it was called. I think that would be probably my most memorable restaurant we've been to. Not, I don't remember the food being good, but while you were eating, they would have, they had a pool with rocks and a tank and they would just do diving shows while you ate. I feel like that was really cool. It's out of business now, but I feel like that would be my favorite place I've been in Utah. Yeah. Utah is everything. I mean, anything you like, if you're talking about favorites, one of my favorites is called The Roof. And it is in Utah, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, and it overlooks downtown Salt Lake City. And the food is just really good. It's a little pricey, but worth it. It's buffet food that's good. Just great memories at the roof. That's the place where I went to my birthday with you, right? Yeah, that place is really good too. Yeah, I can offend with that. Okay, next. Have you been anywhere in Idaho? Because I'm going to do one from Idaho. I actually... When I first graduated high school, I went to college in Idaho and I lived in Idaho for almost two years. 
And so I've lived there. But what about you? Okay. My favorite places in Idaho is, well, I, I lived in Rexburg too. I don't remember any of the restaurants there. But my favorite in Idaho are the nor- northern part of Idaho by Coeur d'Alene and up by the lakes. We always take a family trip every every other year up there. But the best part of Idaho up there, um, even Utah, Bear Lake, they have their shakes. Oh, my goodness. So Bear Lake has the homemade raspberry shakes. And then um, Priest Lake in the little town of Coolin has huckleberry shakes. Anywhere in northern Idaho, you get the huckleberry shakes and the raspberry shakes they are so good yeah i can that's probably one of my favorites but i would probably say the favorite for me and people who went to idaho with me know this it was called the berg and it's sad because they changed it i got it ran out of business but i don't know I, I think they were trying to knock down the building or something i don't think it ran out of business because every college student went there but it was just a place they had burger they had karaoke night it was right next to the college. It was really fun. And so I would probably say that for Idaho. Um, let's see. I'm going to go to Texas because that's where I went after. No, actually, I'm going to go to Oklahoma. I was only in Oklahoma for a few months because of my basic training. But I remember at this little airport in, oh, I forgot what city it was. Oh, Lot- Lawton. Yeah, Lawton, Oklahoma. Yeah. That's where the basic training site is, or the base. They had this little Korean shop inside the airport. And that was my last actual meal before I went to basic training. And they gave me, I asked for a poke bowl. And it was the best poke bowl I've ever had. That was really good. My mom was there when she visited when I um, graduated. But I don't know if there was anything. Yeah, she said no. Okay, so I'll go to Texas. You've been to Texas. My favorite place in Texas is in San Antonio. We lived there for almost two years. And our favorite place there is called Sushi Zushi. (laughs) They have the best sushi. I think it's even better than California sushi. It is super good. Me and my husband love going there. We actually just went a few months ago. We went back and it was awesome. Haven't been there. The only one I went to Texas was when you guys got what? What was that restaurant? Um, oh yeah, see that's my next one that I would say is Iron Cactus. It's like a bougie um, Mexican yeah. spot. Yeah, that was good. What was your favorite meal that we got there? Did you have the um, quesadillas? Do you remember the quesadillas? I think I probably just had the fajitas, and the kids got the quesadillas. Yeah. They have the best quesadillas. So if you're ever on the river walk in San Antonio, go to Iron Cactus. The environment down there, yeah, the environment down there is no environment you've ever experienced. San Antonio is probably the best city in (laughs) Texas. I really love it. And we have lots of memories there. Yeah, we were just talking about that yesterday when we were in Nashville. My son said, man, I love San Antonio. That was such a fun city. Yeah, that's where I, yeah. Lots of memories there and gone. I know a lot of joints to go to. It's it's pretty fun. Okay, I think next will be Nashville because you've been in Nashville or here in Tennessee. What would be your favorite restaurant you've been here? Well, we've only been to a couple, but here's my thing with wherever I go, and I'm sure we'll talk about this next, is I like to eat the, the authentic food of that place. So 
I don't know. I feel like Tennessee is the Hattie B's, right? The chicken and waffles and, and grits. Oh, that's what I got last time was grits. That was good. So we went to Hattie B's again last night. Just a fun, popular restaurant. You can get mild, spicy, medium chicken. You can get the waffles on the side with it. The fries, the mac and cheese. It's just really good, good Southern food. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite restaurant here so far. We haven't really adventured out of like the regular chain restaurants over here. There's actually a new restaurant that just opened up down by my college that I go to. And it has, it's pretty cool. It has three stories. Each story has a different restaurant. The bottom is like a burger joint and sandwich joint. And it's really, it's really good. And then the top or the middle one is a fancy restaurant, which is also really, really good. They have really good meat. And then the top is a rooftop bar, which is pretty cool. You can see kind of the city and the college. Um, I know you've been to Hawaii. What's your favorite place in Hawaii? Oh, oh, it's hard. For, it's hard for me to remember the names. I just, like I said, I like the the authentic things, kind of the off the road things, not the popular chain restaurants. Those are never my favorite. My favorite are the the little stands where they're making stuff off the side, where it's a Hawaiian person making the stuff. The um, I I love um, what did I get? It was in a pineapple. It was rice and ham. Um, and this was all in Oahu as well. And then the poke bowls are really good there. And of course, their their shaved ice is really good. Yeah, I've never been to Hawaii, but I plan on going there um, this year. Let's see. I've now I think we should get into out of the country. My mom has been places out of the country, a lot of them. Maybe we can just do one a country that you've been to that you remember their food or two because you've been to a few that you've been there for a while. Me, I went to Korea, but the thing about Korea is I was pregnant. I was not really in a good mood to be there, and I talked about that in my first podcast, how I just didn't take the opportunity to go and, go and explore. So honestly, I didn't have any authentic Korean um, food, which I'm really sad about because I feel like there's would be tons of good food over there. But what was your – my mom lived in Taiwan for a little bit. Do you remember any restaurants that you liked in Taiwan? I'm not going to remember names. Of restaurants, but a couple of things. I remember living out of the country. Again, I love eating what the people eat. So in Taiwan, the people I lived with would always take me to the fun restaurants. And I loved when you go to a restaurant, your main dish is rice or fried rice. And then they have like 15 different, you know, a vegetable with meat, a different kind of meat. Um, it was just so good to have all the different flavors all in one meal. It was I actually gained a lot of weight when I was in Taiwan. The food was so good. But something that's fun in other countries is you get accustomed to things that you think you'll hate. So in Taiwan, my the lady I lived with fed me warm soy milk every morning. It has a little bit of sugar in it. At first, I thought it was disgusting. But after I got home, I missed my warm soy milk every morning. That's something they eat a lot. Um, and then when I was in Jordan, I did a semester of nursing over in the Middle East there. And I got accustomed to their breads and their um, all the hummus that they have and their dips and their oils. And um, that's usually what we'd have for lunch is just like the pita breads with the hummus. And that was so, that was really, really fun. 
Um, we just got back, me and my sisters just got back from Costa Rica. And again, the best part of it was getting off of the hotel and out of the, the touristy cities and going and eating at the, you know, the real native restaurants and really finding out how they eat and their food. So that'd be my only suggestion. I'm not gonna remember restaurant names, but if you go travel, make it a point to not go to the touristy place, but go to the off the wall things. Remember when we went to Ensenada, we went to a little, that little tiny restaurant where they made the authentic fish tacos. That was fun. Oh yeah, that was fun. We went on a cruise to uh, Mexico and we stopped there in Ensenada. That was really fun. My mom paid a band to come sing. <laughs> uh, yeah, mariachi band. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, my mom's been all over the place. I feel like I've been all over the place and I'm going to continue to going all, I'm going to continue going all over the place probably. I've just started and I've already been to so many places. So that's pretty cool. See the world is fun. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have more stories on the road, more food more traveling. I really want to do a travel podcast, like my where I want to go, what would be fun, cities I've been to, and more in depth. I feel like that would be really fun. The good thing is you're young. <laughs> I just can't believe you're only 20, what are you, 23? Mm -hmm. 23, and you've done so much. I'm impressed. Give you 20 more years, you're going to conquer the world. Yeah, I, f yeah, I feel like I've done everything under the sun. I feel like you I have so be, many experiences. You should be a 40-year-old right now. <laughs> yeah, I should be, and I'm only 23. Almost 24, though. It's crazy. Child, I've experienced it almost, <laughs> almost all. That's crazy, yeah. That's what you get when you have a mind that just wanders to different places. You just want to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for uh, being our surprise guests that we decided to do last minute, but I'm glad that we did it. Yay, that was fun. I got to be on my daughter's podcast. I'm so proud of her and excited to see how this progresses. She does have so many insights. And and I think like she said, if you guys want to um, hear some stuff, give her a, a shout out and she'll um, do something on what you want to hear. She really does have a lot of knowledge and has been through a lot and I think it's really fun for people your age to look up to the things that you've done and I think you give them the motivation to just do it and not get stuck in a rut I love that so hopefully this podcast will do that for other people just help them get out there and if they have questions answer them and I would love to help you with any of my talents in the future too thank you yeah I hope so too that'd be really cool I hope the uh Podcasts can grow and grow the audience and I can have more people to talk to. I love talking to people. I love uh, hearing about people's experiences. That's probably my favorite part about podcasts is just listening to pe what people have to say. Um, so for the last few minutes, not few minutes, but for the last thing, we're going to go over the social media. Um, I'm starting to get in that rut where it's not really growing but I do need to do better on it. I've just been so busy with school and tests and trainings, but I'm doing the best I can and trying to get those statistics for you guys for the end of the year to see what worked for me and what didn't work for me. So right now on Instagram, we have 66 followers. We grew a little bit, you know, growth, any type of growth is good, right? So we're getting, <laughs> we're getting there. 66 followers. YouTube is still the same 24 and then I also wanted to say something about YouTube. I think for right now, 
YouTube is going to be on a halt for my podcast videos, but I will still be posting the drink of the day and reels every week on there. So still follow and subscribe when summer comes. I'm going to start doing those video videos again. Editing is just too rigorous and I have tons to do and I'm just a busy woman. And But that's the whole point of this podcast is to progress yourself, be busy, get your goals accomplished. I can still accomplish goals without YouTube and growing the podcast, but I still would love to post a YouTube. So I'm going to make that a goal for summer for sure. Um, I think, yeah, YouTube, I covered YouTube. TikTok, still not going to, I'm going to start posting on it now because now I'm not going to do YouTube. I'll post a few clips and start posting the drink of the day and some other behind the scenes stuff. So definitely go check those out. Um, It was great talking to you guys again, and I will see you next week. Bye.